Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And Bonnie, uh, we talked to you guys on Wednesday. Wasn't a whole lot happening. And we had talked about, well, uh, all eyes are kind of on the incoming first real Arctic blast of the winter. And sure enough, our friend the polar vortex is about to make a return visit. Yes, it's about to get real cold. Uh, record high low temperatures coming and we're ready right now we're in the 60s in Oklahoma and I know it's about to get into the 20s so we're enjoying our last comfortable day right uh, out here in Portland we're at 52 on our way to 60 we will not see the polar vortex or the lobe of the vortex or the true Canadian Arctic air Um but I feel bad for you, Bonnie, because like I said, you're about to do experience a 40 degree drop, which is really cool. And I hope it comes through in the day so you can actually see the cold front coming through because that all is, again, also very cool. Um, but I am very jealous of you. You guys will get that first taste of winter, as will pretty much the Midwest and Eastern Seaboard and uh, two thirds of the country. Yep, um, we're. I'm, I'm excited for it too. You know, I've got a bunch of um, cute sweaters and stuff I'm ready to wear, but I'm excited for some extreme cold. Um, like you said, I hope it comes through during the day also because I want to see that happen. And I might spark up some showers and stuff for us too. Uh, as per usual, we also might get some winter precip out of that. Nothing measurable though, I'm thinking. But still, a little bit of freezing rain or a little bit of snow will be nice, even if it doesn't really. Right. accumulate but we'll see what happens it all goes down tonight into tomorrow so the the wait begins right knock on wood that you get it and i want to say and please correct me if i'm wrong the panhandle of oklahoma texas is expecting more snow uh they have better chances okay. but we have some pretty decent chances around here for a little winter precip too so we'll see but the panhandle usually gets more snow than us throughout the season right so Lucky them. Yeah. That's well, all they are out there is snow. <laughs> snow, severe weather, and that's pretty much it. Um, I want to say that I was searching through Twitter last night when I got home, which was late Pacific time and early on the East Coast, and people were already starting to trash models, which, again, when we like we talked about last week, when you're constantly riding models and watching every 12 hours or six hours, depending on what model you trust, um, when you start trashing other models because you think their solution is garbage, we've hit that point in you know our weather nerdum that that's where we are in society. And it's sad. It's like you know they're weather models. They're not weather gods. So it's just doing the best we can with the information that we have. So yep. You know you can't take it at, as gospel. You just gotta kind of take it as a guideline. And the fact that people still don't get that is very mind-blowing to me right everybody was you know bashing the um the north american model and saying oh the solution is garbage we're going to trend with the euro and you know look how little snow this thing's going to produce and the euro is going to go with a lot of snow and it's just like oh come on guys 
It's see, at it, that point, it's people getting mad because it's not producing as much snow as they want. Right. And it's like, okay, that's dumb. <laughs> Just because you want more and the system doesn't look like it's going to produce more doesn't mean the model is bad. It just means you're not getting what you want. Right. Here's your other fun word from the Northwest Weather Group. It's called wish casting. Yeah. Yep. We wish for the for the scenario to happen, and we want the model to verify our wish. And when it doesn't happen, we get angry. And then blame the model, which right. is just silly. Right. It's like when you're hungry or you're hungry and angry and get hangry. Yeah. Except we get that with weather models. Yeah. And I get it. It's frustrating. You're like, man, I want a big blizzard, but I didn't get one. But that's not the model's fault. That's the atmosphere. Exactly. And that's what people don't understand. We can forecast all you want and we can try and provide the most accurate forecast for you. But again, we're looking at a solution that humans and computers believe to be what will happen that doesn't mean it's actually going to happen and so you know people. yeah people just don't they don't they don't get it and i and i again i understand that but man it's it is brutal but hey yeah uh polar vortex coming back like you said um gosh and i know that we retweeted this on our twitter um account at weather podcast by the way if you're not following us please do we would love to interact with you guys um we get a lot of the funny stuff we talk about on the show from you guys, so please, 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 please follow us on Twitter at uh, Weather Podcast and on Facebook at B Squared Weather. But uh, Bonnie, um, you know, like we said, uh, over 200 locations are looking at possible record high low temperatures and possible record low low temperatures for this time of year. So um, this is not just some mortified Arctic air. This is a a legitimate Arctic air shot coming. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a significant switch, significant drop in temperatures coming. Um, it's going to be even worse up north. The further north you go, the colder it'll be. So everybody get out your hats and scarves and things right. and be ready because it's going to be pretty intense. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next few days. Not to intentionally take us off of a tangent line, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> if you had to put together a winter wardrobe, what would it consist of? Oh, oh, boots and scarves and sweaters and leggings. Isn't that sad? Leggings. Like those are nothing. Those are like wearing a sheet. And But I got to have the leggings. But do they keep you warm? I mean, with the sweater and the boots and everything, it's fine. And I have enough insulation in the lower half of my body that I'm fine. <laughs> okay, then. There's our promo cut for episode 71. <laughs> Uh, it's the truth. Hey, hey, listen, same here. It's all good. Um, <laughs> no, just the reason why I ask that is because every time you see pictures of people up north, you know, they're basically wrapped in 900 layers. They have the Elmer Fudd hat on. Um, yes. They have the scarf. They have the face mask, gloves, extra puffy jacket, extra puffy pants, and, you know, some military style boots. So that's, that's the only reason why I was asking. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, I guess down here we get cold, but we get it doesn't get that cold, so we can still stay fashionable, right? I guess. Let me ask you this: <laughs> When it gets cold, and let's say on a Saturday night, and you and the ladies are headed out to Cowboys um, in Oklahoma City, do the girls still wear dresses and boots, or is it pants and boots? Oh no, they still wear anything regular. Okay. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, like. You just you just yes. bear it for the walk from the car to the bar. Yeah, and okay. I usually I won't even wear a coat because I'm like I don't want to deal with like checking it and all that crap. So 
yeah, I just I just hoof it. Okay. From the parking lot into the thing, and I'm usually pretty cold, but it's always warm inside, so it's fine. All right. Well, you know, there you go. Bonnie just proving the fact that she is a badass. Well. <laughs> no coat needed for her. Yeah. Well, insulation, remember? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's attempting to make fun of herself, and I'm not going to let it happen, so it's all good. <laughs> I'm just um, gonna bypass that. Yeah, we are gonna bypass that. So, okay, so if you're looking at snow and freezing rain, um, again, I think snow in the air is equally as pretty as accumulating snow. Just yep. visually, you know, um, freezing rain not so much. Uh, again, if you get very little of a glaze, I'm okay with it. But anything over, you know, a tenth of an inch to two tenths of an inch start to cause problems pretty quick. Yep, and that's the deal with freezing rain is it just sticks to everything. And so anything elevated, power lines, tree limbs, that's where that concern comes in. Because like you said, once you get over a tenth of an inch, it starts to get a little dicey, add any amount of wind, and then it's even worse. So, right, it's, exactly. It's also very beautiful when you do get a heavy glaze, but um, that's where you really start to, you know, have major issues. Trees coming yeah. down, power lines coming down, power poles snap. Um, travel is pretty much non-existent until you can either get some golf cleats on with a spike so you can walk or you just wait to thaw out. Yeah. And luckily it looks like this will just be a trace or a glaze. So I don't think it'll be anything significant tomorrow, but it really didn't take a lot, especially that first one of the season. There's traffic problems every time. So we'll just see how tomorrow goes. I'm going to leave early to get a good head start to get to work on time it's and a, in one piece. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good idea. So, um, you know, they're saying significant early season Arctic air mass will produce areas of snow and freezing rain. Gusty winds across the central and eastern U.S. into the week. Numerous cold temperature records will be possible. The counterpoint to these wintry conditions will be continued warm temperatures in the west. That is correct. Um, including our air stagnation issues uh, in the northwestern states. So, yeah. Um, I'm in the Willamette Valley, which is one of the largest actual valleys in the contiguous United States. Um, and even though the fact that we're under this high pressure and we've had nothing but sunshine for days, um, we had a little bit of a kind of a slipper low move up over the top of the ridge, come in and uh, dump a little bit of rain yesterday and today. But Bonnie, we get this air that just doesn't move. There's no wind. And so a combination of... You know, man-made pollutants and other factors, uh, smoke from wildfires, uh, just settle in on top of us and our air quality gets kind of crappy. And so we sit there and um, some of us call it fake cold because eventually it just kind of cold, it chills out the atmosphere. Uh, but yeah, so air stagnation is just sitting there and there's nothing else happening. Wow. Well, hopefully you start to get some kind of breeze, especially with... You know, air pollution and smoke and stuff just hanging over you, that's that's no fun. So hopefully that doesn't last too long for you and, and things start to change and we'll just be over here freezing to death while you're dealing with that. Right. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that we get kind of get used to. Um, mm -hmm. We don't like it, but um, they're saying hopefully we'll be gone by Tuesday or Wednesday. And all it takes is a good three or four mile an hour you know, wind consistently to kind of just mix the atmosphere. And get everything back to where it normally is. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to be in this really weird uh, pattern where it's just warm 
and temperatures will be in the 50s and 60s and we'll get into that as we get into our forecast here in just a little bit but uh yeah while everybody else is getting cold we'll be out here basically having a tropical heat wave <laughs> okay well put on your sunscreen and stay hydrated out there in the blazing heat oh we will and when i say blazing heat i mean like mid 50s right getting toasty <laughs> oh yeah but hey it's a great spring temperature like when i was at the university of oregon i loved that time of year like this first time it hit 50 or 60 because all the girls from california were like oh my gosh sunshine so it was amazing sounds amazing it was but we'll be over here in our like 40s and <laughs> mid 30s and we'll we'll just be we'll just be you know chilling i would uh i would much rather be in your shoes than be here i'm, ready well, I'm for sure snow. you'll get your cold blast i'm sure uh, you'll get multiple cold blasts it's I, not your turn knock on wood i hope so because we're starting to panic out here in the in the mountains with everybody that owns ski resorts are like um we haven't had snow for two and a half weeks and our base is now down to nothing so it's really hard to ski on gravel yeah, I mean, they could replace it with sand, maybe? No. I don't know. Okay. No. Yeah, no. That <laughs> I would, don't know anything about skiing. <laughs> that'd be a lot. Are you Have you ever gone skiing? No. Oh, Bonnie. Bonnie, 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 Bonnie. What do I ski on over here? Like, down my driveway? Like, we don't have mountains. Yeah, well, you guys have hills, but even those hills are, like, not really hills. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of the topography of Oklahoma. I'm not, because I like your topography. Um... Let's see here. Let's see here. We need to get you on skis. So you're going to have to come out to Oregon, and we're going to have to go up to Timberline Lodge um, and go skiing or snowboarding. Well, I'm going to need you all to get some snow first, and yes. then we can do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll make that, we'll make that happen. <laughs> that's, our goal okay. for, that's our goal for 2020. I'm coming back to go storm chasing with you. You're coming out here to go skiing. All right, but bunny slopes. you got to keep me on the bunny slopes. Oh, it's all good. We will make sure you're on the bunny slopes. I'm not going to push you down on a double black diamond. Okay, good, Which because like I'll down. just end up rolling down it, and <laughs> I'll just be a big giant snowball at the end. Two words, yard sale. It's where you go down <laughs> and you wipe out. You've seen the videos where, you know, skiers go down and wipe out, and their skis go fly in one direction, poles go somewhere else. It's called a yard sale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why is it called a yard sale? Uh, because it looks like it's a yard sale, because one thing is in one place, and everything else is in another. Oh, like that makes you, sense. Yeah, like you literally spread it out over your yard. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird yeah, reference, but it, it just is. It just is. <laughs> Makes um, sense. So in addition to the cold and snow and the warmth out here on the West Coast, um, other than that, it's really quiet. Tropics are pretty much locked down. Uh, nothing happening there, and that's fine with us. Um, it was a good season. But, man, um, you know. Shout out to everybody at the National Hurricane Center. You guys did a great job this year. A lot of named storms, but man, there's just nothing happening in the next uh, next 48 hours and probably five days, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, I think we're coming to the end. We're winding down yep. here, and now um, winter weather, polar vortexes, and freezing temperatures are going to be the big show. And that is correct. We're going to end the year with, let me count here. Eighteen name storms. Sorry, fifteen name storms with two storms that were just uh, categorically numbered. So we had tropical depression three and tropical depression fifteen, and we made it all the way to subtropical storm Rebecca. So 
Um, we did good. Yeah. Very active season. Yeah, very active season. A little bit on the slow start, but hey, um, Dorian was kind of the <laughs> standard bearer for which all storms were measured against this year. Yeah. Um, and that's going to lead us right actually into our next topic about weather memes. Have you seen the the fake tweet or the fake video that shows Hurricane Dorian approaching Florida? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let, let's jump into this a little bit here. When you share a weather meme or you look at a weather meme and you laugh like, yeah, oh, that's really funny. Some of them are. Yeah. Some of them aren't. This Dorian one falls into ones that aren't. And if you're not sure what it is, I'm going to go retweet it right now on the um, on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. And it's not funny. It's somebody put it out there. One, it's a is it a supercell? It's a rotating supercell, right? Meant to uh-huh. look like a hurricane. Right. Okay. And then I want to say it's like the beach of Miami. And so it's basically two pictures combined into one. It's a rotating supercell um, on the coastline of Miami. And, of course, you know, the coastline is bright, beautiful sunshine. And then all of a sudden there's this monstrosity of a storm that's out over the water. That's not what Hurricane Dorian looked like. Um, Dorian didn't even get close enough to the U.S. to see it from offshore in terms of, like, the wall or anything like that. But, man, it's brutal. That stuff just drives me nuts. Yeah, I I agree. It it's unnecessary and it's different than the one like with the cone that extended all the way to right. Alaska. Like that was different. Right. And that again, that was funny. Yeah, and that was funny and that was just one of those things where you know, okay, we got to mix uh politics and weather and you know, everything else. So <laughs> Somebody responded to our uh to our uh, other meme, which we will get there. So, all right. So I'm retweeting this right now. Um, it's from an account called physics fun underscore, which they're not real. So, um, I'm going to retweet with comment. Here is the meme. We were talking about not Dorian. Okay. So you can go check that out on a weather podcast. And then, Bonnie, probably the favorite one that we saw this week. Oh, there's Clyde. How is Clyde? Oh, he's fine. He's outside enjoying the last of this nice weather. So I'm just, <laughs> I can't believe you can hear him. He's outside. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. I got supersonic hearing. <laughs> You're a bat. Yes, I am. Um, so we retweeted a meme this week. It's a woman and a friend screaming at this cat sitting at a table. And um, basically what it was making fun of was the El Reno tornado, which, again, we shouldn't you know need to ever make fun of that. But um, the El Reno tornado officially came in rated as an EF3. And you and I both agree that... This thing was definitely an EF five. Based on uh, yes. based on wind speed, based on a whole number of criteria. However, because it mostly churned through open field, um, the National Weather Service rated it an EF three based on damage. Right. So the meme is basically this woman screaming at this cat saying, El Reno was an EF five and the cat's responding back EF three. So 
<laughs> and it's just you have to have the whole picture to see how funny it is but it's it's pretty funny and that meme with that screaming lady and then the cat have been used in For, everything right. like i'm seeing it all over twitter right now and it's it's pretty funny some of them are really good they are really good but it's one of those fun weather ones that we look at so um this guy actually just responded to a superstorm 511 says um Oh, it says, so Tim, it's, we thank Tim Marshall. Tim Marshall had posted on Facebook. That's where we found it. And so I just, I grabbed it, screen grabbed it, and then posted on our Twitter. Um, and then the meme is also used again. This guy was responding to. It says, I believe it's Vernonia or Vil, uh, Yeah, Valonia, Arkansas was an EF5. And then the picture above the cat, it says Tim Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, bo- bonus points to Superstorm 511 taking one meme and turning around and using it for another argument that is perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with these weather memes. They're pretty epic, most of them. You anyways. can't. And there are thousands out there. I mean, if you want, search weather Twitter. Um, you can find a million of them, and we love, we love looking at that. Um, I got to take get your cat on or get your get your cat. Get your take on the black cat at the football game cuz I know that you had <laughs> posted about that as well. I, <laughs> I don't know. I was like is this a, is this a bad omen or what? But I thought it was so funny and he was just like running around the yep. field like hey, this is my football field and I just think that's epic that a little tiny cat can stop a football game. So you go, little black cat. Right. Kevin Harlan's call from Westwood One was absolutely fantastic. He even got the sponsor read in and scored a touchdown. The fake documentary that was made about the cat like several hours after it happened was amazing. Um, The photo we have on Weather Podcast is great. It looks like the cat is flying through the air. It's one of those perfectly (laughs) timed photos. Oh, does not get any better than that. Gotta love animals on the football field, you know, and I think uh, speaking of animals, I mean, this is kind of a stretch, but the Sooner Schooner is back in action after its tumble and fall a couple weeks ago. So that's good. I was going to ask about that. Now, those of you that don't know, uh, three weeks ago, was it, no, four weeks ago, well, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, somewhere in there, um, the Sooner Schooner came out after a touchdown. And they uh, went a little too tight on their turn as it went back toward the end zone and ended up flipping the schooner. And it mm-hmm. tossed out the driver, tossed out the girl that was on the that was in the passenger seat and a couple of the other guys that were in the back. Um, did some damage to the field a little bit. The <laughs> schooner suffered the worst of the damage. It basically exploded on impact. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because uh, after that, they had a road game at Kansas State, which they lost. And then they played last night first game back home, um, which apparently they barely won. And <sighs> See, I told you I told you the Sooner Schooner flip was a bad omen. I told you. Yes, you did. Um, and I was and I listen. I love listening to Oklahoma football. I love watching it on TV. Um, OU was one of the schools that I applied to uh, out of high school, but my math was not strong enough, you know. But hey, I'm sorry. After calculus, my brain fries. <laughs> Trust me, that's how it is for most people. Right. Well, and I didn't have the best math teachers growing up either. So it was all about, you know, learn the basics, you know, nail the test, move on to the next level. So, yeah, um, I've tried to learn math on different ways and still trying to learn some math. But um, 
So yeah, but uh, I saw, you know, I was watching part of the game last night and then listening to the games. I was driving to work and then I just kind of got lost in the nightly shuffle of working at a country bar. But um, yeah, I found out several hours later that they barely won the game. So good for Oklahoma. They're um, still in the top 10 in the rankings that just came out. So man, but I'm glad to know that the, uh, the schooner's back. Yeah. We just need to get it together and not be doing this losing or barely winning thing. Like, we need to get it together. Right. And they will. I mean, you know, you got three games left. You got Bedlam coming up, which is always a big deal. Um, we didn't get into this last week, and I want to talk about this real quick. Bonnie, uh, National Weather Service Norman on October 30th tweeted out uh, their tornado stats for the year. And 2019 was a record year for Oklahoma tornadoes. You guys had 146 tornadoes confirmed. Wow, that is a lot. Right? You surpassed 1999 with a record of one tornado by one tornado. Wow. So 1999 (laughs) had 145. 2019 had 146. What about 2013? Uh, 2013 is not listed in the top five. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Top five years in Oklahoma tornadoes, 2019 with 146, 1999, 145, 2011, 119, 2015, 111, and 1957 with 107. Wow. Right? 1957. All right. Still hanging in there in the top five. Right. Um, Some of the stats when we go back and compare 99 and 2019 – in 1999, we had seven early tornadoes, so February and March. It really ramped up into April and May, 19, and then 90 tornadoes in May. Um, June saw 14, and then July was quiet. August, September, October, November, December. Those years had multiple tornadoes on those days. Um, and again, you know, we still have two months to go. Not saying that Oklahoma couldn't see more tornadoes because they obviously could. Uh, and when you get these clashes of Arctic air and warm golf air, storms will fire. Um, and so, you know, as of right now, 146 confirmed tornadoes through October. Um, but it was just one of those ones where it was prolonged where you only had two months in 1990 that did not have a tornado. Compared to 2019 this year, Oklahoma saw no no tornadoes in January, February, March, July, or September. Wow. So a bulk of them were just in a few months. A bulk of them were in a few months. So April and May combined to have 127 tornadoes. So just just those two months alone would have automatically put this into the third or would have been now second place in terms of most tornadoes. And even with, you know, you throw in the 11 from June, you're still in second place. And so, you know, August, two tornadoes, uh, six confirmed tornadoes in October, which, you know, we had talked about on the show, uh, push you guys over the top. Um, when you go back and you look at the rainy um, total, here's the stat that really sits out to me is total deaths. Deaths in 1999, 42. Mm-hmm. 2019, four. Wow. See, that just tells you that stuff is getting better. Warnings are getting better. Right. People are listening to how to take shelter a lot more and actually taking the action. So right. that shows you some improvement there. The crazy thing about October is we saw tornadoes in October, which contributed to our record-breaking year of tornadoes. And then we had record-breaking snowfall right. also. 
associated with the same system, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So can we just talk about how Oklahoma is like the best place ever to get like record-breaking winter and severe weather in the same month at the same time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know, speaking of memes, we talked about it last year where I want to say it was uh, eastern Oklahoma, then into Missouri where it's like, hey, in the span of 50 miles, we go from blizzard to like summer or spring and summer type weather where we had severe thunderstorm warnings, tornado warnings, blizzard warnings, um, you know, excessive snowfall warnings where it's just like, you know, kind of, there's something for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's enough to keep our weather service on its toes for sure. So, right. and obviously 1999, and, and you know this better than I do, um, you know, was a big deal. You had some really big storms move through and I believe uh, the 99 year was when, more, you know, the big first more tornado went through. Yes. Um, and so... You know, you look at the ratings comparing 1999 and 2019. Um, 20 or 1999, of course, it was still the Fujita scale. They hadn't bumped up to the enhanced Fujita scale, so you had yeah. 80 storms that were rated F zero. You had 40 storms that were F one, 13 storms F two, uh, nine storms F three, and here's the difference between the two years that we're looking at. There were no F4 or 5 or EF4 or 5 storms this year. However, in 1999, you had two F4s and one F5. And I believe the F5 was the one that was really kind of the big one in terms of deaths because um, mm-hmm. that caught a lot of people off guard, which... Yes. Thankfully, we, like you said, we are working really hard to increase warnings and outlook and information about that because... Uh, that's what does save people's lives. So, a hundred percent. And I'll tell you, if you want to see a difference in things, go back and you go on YouTube and look up any Oklahoma weather station and watch their coverage of yep. May third, nineteen ninety nine, and you can see the delay in their camera pictures and video back to the station. The delay in that, uh, the fuzziness of those pictures and video. Anyways, the right. radar was so. It's hard for me to watch it now. I'm like, Ugh, what is this like? It's like squares. It's all pixels. It looks very, very old. And so we've come a long way in 20 years. We have. And that's extremely true. I mean, we've talked about on the show a lot the technology that has taken place in terms of forecasting, presentation, graphics, representation, all that stuff has changed. And mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, you got to remember, in 1999, we're still getting satellite photos once every, what, half hour or hour? Right. Fast forward 20 years to 2019, we're getting stuff refreshed on the minute to five minute scale. Exactly. And so, yeah, things have come light years and our understanding has improved. I mean, it's not, we don't fully understand everything, but we understand things a lot more than we did in 99. So, exactly. You know, learning and research is always going to improve all of these things. So, we'll see where we're at in 20 more years. Right. And I guarantee you, in 20 years, we'll still have issues with people not paying attention. And complaining yeah. that their football game or their golf match is being interrupted by severe weather coverage. But you know what? Yep. Hey. Uh, you can change technology, but you can't change people. That is so. true. That's true. Technology helps, but it's not the answer. Always. Right. Sometimes, but not always. Um, as we get into winter and get toward Thanksgiving and Christmas, that means one thing and one thing only. Bonnie, that's some ugly sweater parties. 
<laughs> yes, and I have my eye on an ugly sweater that I have seen on Twitter, and I'm, I'm about to order it, for real. You should. Um, I have never actually been invited to an ugly sweater party, probably because I don't own one, but I'm going to have to change that. <laughs> um, this is not an ad, by the way, for our friends at Helicity, who we love. They're a great uh, partner in terms of information, getting that out there. They do some really great live streaming, uh, and they sell some really cool weather related stuff but bonnie they released their line of ugly sweaters and weather theme ugly sweaters and these things are fantastic they are so good there's one that is green and red and white and it is ugly sweater to a t and it's got like hurricane and tornado symbols and lightning bolts on it and i'm like that has to be my sweater that's my sweater if you have not seen it, um, go over to, let me find the address. I believe it's helicity.com, but let me look here. I had it just up in front of me, and then I turned it away, and that's not good. <laughs> it's been one of those mornings already. Yeah, I feel you. All right, uh, helicity.co, and they're awesome. And I and so, <laughs> oh, there's a new sweatshirt. I don't know if you've seen this. It says, Catch Snowflakes, Not Feelings. <laughs> oh yeah i saw that i saw it on a beanie too that they have so oh, that's fantastic they've so, yeah. got some good stuff so um oh hail no is another favorite uh, christmas sweatshirt <laughs> so the christmas sweaters are out and so they have a bunch of them um they have like the one you were talking about the icons they have that same one in blue they have we've got cows with the cow print and the word cows which i think is just fantastic storms <sighs> and chill which is pretty amazing they have the Radar Christmas sweatshirt, which is um, a Hook Echo Radar signature on a sweater. Then they have Possible Hazard Type Too Much Christmas Food, which was amazing. <laughs> oh, hell no. And the one that I wanted to get you is the Severe Weather Scale, Marginal Slight Enhanced Moderate High. That is awesome for a sweater. I am not going to lie. I have it in a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is even better. And it's a comfortable t-shirt. Like, their t-shirts come like you have been wearing them for years. Already soft and nice. That is fantastic. Oh, I'm going to... Okay, I found what I'm getting you for Christmas. (laughs) Stop. You don't have to get me anything for Christmas. Oh, actually, I found two of them. Okay. I found two of them. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh. So, they have also have ornaments. Which I'm not just, I'm just clicking through those. There's one that says, this is a particularly dangerous situation, so a PDS ornament is pretty awesome. Oh, I love that. Right? Um, let's see here. Catch storms, not feelings. Yeah. <laughs> storms and chill. Then they have the box that says, you know, single taken, and then the other option is meteorologist or storm chaser. <laughs> I like that one, too. I do, too. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. Uh, let's see here. What was the other thing? They have leggings, by the way, Bonnie. I know. I've seen their leggings, and they have high heels, and they have ties, and they have tennis shoes. I'm telling you, I'm going to go broke spending all my money there. Right, you should. Ooh, I love the cloud pants. Those look cool. <laughs> I'm having only too- like weather nerds would say, "Ooh, I love the cloud pants." Right. See, I need to get, I need to get a weather necktie, but I don't. Yes. Really ha- I don't really have any like reason to wear one. I got like we'll eight. get a tie, and then you'll have a reason to wear one. Well, yeah, I don't have a reason to wear it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but you can make a reason. You can wear it to work. Everyone loves a fancy DJ. Yeah, that is true. I could, I'm sure we'll do some Christmas thing, but 
Boom. Ooh, backpacks and bags. Let's see what they have. <laughs> we're just we're we're literally just clicking around seeing stuff. Um, but I will say this: I am really excited that we will be getting some B squared weather stickers. So if you guys want one or two or three, let me know. We'll blast the information out on our Twitter account and Facebook, but those will be getting here in the next couple of days. So I'm really excited about that. So stickers are on the way, and uh, we would love for you guys to put them on your laptop, put them on your car, whatever you would like, because, uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, we want to get that B-squared name out there. We want to, you know, we want people to listen to us to geek out about weather and then geek out with us. So Right. That would be fantastic, and we appreciate you guys. You guys have been awesome. Ooh, I'm still on the Helicity site, and I need to tell... Oh, they have a Stormfront... Hey, shout out to the Stormfront Freaks. Tough phone case. We need to get a B-squared weather phone case. Yeah. So, But they have one that says, respect the polygon. <laughs> shout out to James Spann. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. All right, so Bonnie, what do you guys have coming up uh, forecast-wise? Well, we've got our big, you know, cold air blast coming through tonight. That's going to drop us into um, high temperatures in the upper 30s, low 40s, like 40, 41. Um, possible, possible, I said it, possible precipitation um, overnight into tomorrow morning. And that could be rain, freezing rain, freezing drizzle, a little bit of snow. It could just be a little mixed bag of fun. Um, and then we'll warm back up into 50s come towards the end of the week. Um, most of the week will be sunny, maybe partly cloudy. So big shows today and tomorrow, and then it's just kind of plain the rest of the week. Well, it sounds like a fun, you know, wait to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow, drive to work will be fun. So right. I'll take pictures if there's anything interesting going on. Yeah, and obviously be safe. Um <laughs> Freezing rain is nothing to laugh at. It's a, it's you know, super dangerous. But hey, um, be safe, and I know you will. We still are going to sit in the air stagnation advisory out here in the northwest. Uh, most of the valleys are under it. Like I said, this air just kind of sinks and doesn't move anywhere, and so now we just kind of wait for it to mix out. So we'll be through this and dealing with this until at least Tuesday. Um, partly sunny and mostly sunny the next couple of days. Um, and then it looks like Tuesday, Wednesday, slight chance of rain, but nothing more than like 20%, which means chance are probably won't happen. Maybe some drizzle if we get lucky. Um, and then kind of dries out Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just slight chance of rain. Temperatures aren't going to do a whole lot. I mean, we're going to be in the mid to upper fifties and highs. Lows will be topping out probably upper 30s, lower 40s. Nothing nothing fun. It's extremely boring. It's that time of year where we're just kind of tired of it. We want something to actually happen. Yeah, it's that it's that lull before winter really gets going because it's still that in-between time right. where there's still a little bit of warmth and the ground is still warm. And so it's that transition time. So we're just kind of waiting to get into the thick of winter for stuff to get going. Right. And there's a, there are a lot of people that are, you know, that are part of the, you know, the weather nerd community that I talk with on a daily basis. And they're like, dude, it's about to change. Everything's about to change. The Madden Julian oscillation is pointing at a, at a, you know, total shift. And I'm just like, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, it's one, I mean, and that's the deal, and I know every year that's what people work really hard on to try to predict is what the winter's going to be like, and it's just too hard. It's just too hard to foresee what's going to happen two or three months into winter. Yep. You kind of just got to take it a couple weeks at a time and, and 
and go from there. Right. And I know that we're all riding models and we're starting to argue with ourselves and argue with the model at face value. But folks, just enjoy it, right? Yeah, exactly. Take it as it comes. Enjoy your nice days. Enjoy your bitter cold days. Enjoy your dry days. Enjoy your snowy days. Like, just live live in the moment, you know? Right. Sit there and uh, go get an anemometer and just watch the wind blow. Yeah. That's want, what I do sometimes. You want a fun <laughs> exercise? Try and graph the wind by yourself. Graph like, it? Mm, yeah. Like, no. like literally do record it and just every time the wind changes, write down speed and direction. Oh my gosh. Okay. That is a that is a lesson in patience right there. Well, I don't have a lot of patience, so maybe I should do it. <laughs> well then yeah. But if you're gonna if you're gonna model ride, try that. That will help uh that will help kind of set you straight. <laughs> All right, putting that on my homework list then. Yes, please no, don't, because you already have too much as it is. But Bonnie, another great episode of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Stay dry, stay warm. Enjoy the Arctic Blast. I'm very jealous. Well, you should be. (laughs) All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.